Warning, the podcast you're about to listen to is not suitable for people under the age of 18. The following program contains situations, humor, language, and content of a mature nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome everybody to episode 9, season 3 of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. This week is a normal week. Oddly enough to say, it's just Mark and I, but we've got a ton of awesome topics and we're even rolling a kind of Facebook Live this one, so it should be a fun one. It's like, um, it's like ghetto Facebook Live, just off the phone though. It's yeah. Nothing crazy special. We don't have the PC rig anymore just because of the new setup, but... It's a little more intimate this way. Yeah, and we'll get there eventually. I'm working on it. We, um, we definitely have a lot of crazy topics to get through tonight. Yes, we Different do. ones, too. We kind of tweaked our normal formula here for yeah. the show. It's definitely Some- definitely different this week. And, uh, of course, we're starting it out with the games that we've been playing. Uh, we're not going crazy in depth with everything, but we're, we'll just touch on a couple. Uh, Mark, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so this week I actually borrowed a game from work. It's not a new game by any means necessary. It's going to be um, a Switch game and uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I know it was a Wii U game before. Is this your first time playing it? So I had it for Wii U. I never played it. Interesting. Yeah. I, I've owned it for years. I just bought it for my kid and I never played it before. That game's hard as shit. Is it? I think so. Yeah, because I started playing it. I know the the Switch one has like the special Funky Kong mode oh, where it's like yeah. super easy like mode. Like the Luigi mode. It's ch- the cheater mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Never used it, but. So, yeah, I, uh, Reed and I started playing the actual Donkey Kong mode. And, yeah, that is fucking hard. <laughs> Dude, you know what? That brought up a little topic in my head. Underrated game music, Funky Kong theme. Oh, dude, Funky Kong theme Funky is dope. Kong theme is fire theme. Yeah. That's a <laughs> fucking... <laughs> yeah, dude. The fucking surfboard Hell through yeah. the, the hover should, surfboard. We should put uh, Funky Kong for the opening. <laughs> yeah, we don't have it yet. Uh, no, we don't have an opener yet, yeah. Or maybe we'll do a Funky Kong at the end. Yeah. I got, I don't know. I guess you guys will find out. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, dude, uh, Reed and I started playing it, and it was really fun at first. And then immediately it started getting super annoying because remember I mentioned with uh, like the new Super Mario Brothers games where he, he gets in the way and I he just jump. I'm just like trying to jump and he's like blocking me and everything, getting yeah. in the way and everything. I'm falling in the fucking pits. That is totally how that game works. I think that's why I enjoyed the co-op more in the old school ones because it yeah. wasn't both of you playing at the same time. You were taking turns. Like yeah, you, you were taking like turns, high, but at the same time, each other in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it worked a lot better. Right, and then, yeah, I thought that was freaking. It was cool. It was, but it was weird, and it was like you said, it was super hard. And I don't know. I'm gonna give it more of a shot, but we totally got like two game overs. It's it's a fun game. It is not easy. It's yeah. just like the old ones, man. They're fucking hard. Yeah. You really gotta have the platforming down, and even then. Like, some of those enemies will just get you out of nowhere. It's weird that it's a game that is 
whole, pretty much there's a rehash Wii U game and it still sells for like used $50. And the only thing that's different is the Funky Kong thing. Yeah, which that's, most people are like, this is the baby mode. Yeah, so I yeah. like for me, there's no difference whatsoever. Right. It's stupid. But yeah, that that so, game should have been 30 to $40 max on right. Switch. So what have you been playing, brother? I've still been playing Kakarot. It's fucking... 80 hour game um i will say though i will say eh, let me, <laughs> yeah there we go i will say that it's exceeded my expectations so far and the reason being that is um i like i've played uh dragon ball xenoverse one and two and i hate the combat form i think it's some of the worst combat i've ever played it's repetitive and it's boring yeah, I, I could not get in. I own both of those, and I could never get into the Xenoverse 1 and 2. And Kakarot is similar. Is it really? Is it? it? It's similar. That's what I was afraid of. But, I, <laughs> Jesus, this cat's going wild right now. I don't know. I don't think anybody can hear that, but she's just wiling out. But, no, the, the fucking gameplay is actually a lot of fun. Like, you have so... If you're playing on Xbox or PlayStation, uh, Circle or B is your melee. Uh, square or X is your key blast. X or A is your vanish. It's like your like that little trans like that speed move that they do where they vanish behind you. Yeah. And then triangle. What the fuck There's is the triangle? Teleportation thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's X. Um, sure. X or A. And then triangle, I don't remember what triangle does, to be honest. I think, oh, it charges your person up. Yeah. But um, the way that it they do it. sounds exactly like Xenoverse. It does. In uh, Tenkaichi. Uh, yeah, the Tenkaichi games are yeah. similar. Yeah. But the way that they do it with, um, on your LB or L1, R1, L, RB, you have supports, items, and uh, special moves. The way that you can pair all this stuff together makes it a lot more fun. So, like, even though... You might be hitting, you might be tapping square or B a couple times to um, to do a combo. You can vanish and do like just some of these crazy combo chains. And the the thing I was worried about it, I think I even said it on the podcast, was I was worried that it was going to be like Xenoverse. And it's similar, but the combat for me feels a lot more fun. And maybe it's because you're switching characters out more, or maybe it's because the enemies just feel like they're actual enemies. Like okay. in Xenoverse, it's just stupid easy. Like you just smash a button 500 times and you're good. But in this game, you really need to pay attention. You need to pay attention to your guarding. You need to pay attention to when you're going to kind of dodge and vanish behind enemies to make sure you get the right strike. From what I've played, I maybe put 10 hours into it. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with it so far. So we'll see. I'm not going to talk about it every week because I'm not going to. It's going to be a while before I beat this game. It's a huge game. game. It's super long, he said. So if what what they said, if you're just playing the story straight through, no side quests and none of that bullshit, it's 40 hours. That's fucking long. If you're playing the side quests and stuff like that, it turns more into like an 80-hour game. Jesus. So I'm probably expecting to put about that's 60 of, hours in. That's a lot of DBZ. It's a lot of DBZ, but it's cool because I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z in a long time, like the whole show, and it really is fun kind of recreating the show a little bit because it's been a long time since I went through like the Saiyan and Frieza saga. So no, I've been having fun with it. Um, other than that, like I think the only annoying part for it so far is Gohan. 
like his like Gohan's little saga because Gohan's annoying like kid Gohan's annoying to play in almost any game he's annoying in the show he's annoying in the games yeah he's a total little bitch at he's first. a little bitch and he, at first but I've gotten to the point where he's not a little bitch anymore so oh, I'm nice. having a lot of fun with it nice other than that uh yeah that's pretty much what we've been playing like the brunt of what we've been playing uh we'll we'll go into our next topic because we haven't been playing a lot of games lately we've been doing a lot more kind of less game stuff so uh mark i i got you out of the house when was it the hermit the, the hermit, hermit left the house the hermit left the house friday that's right. I got him to go out with me to... No, uh, um, not just this Friday. It was a, a while ago, too, you got me out. Last... It was like a couple weeks ago. But, was but we did go out again just this weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. Oh, my God, my timeline's messed up. It's okay. But, well, the the time I... What did we do? What have we done? We <laughs> Like, what did we do other than the... the so, so Matt decided to ask me to go bowling with him. Fuck yeah. And yeah, so for those that don't know, because I don't think I've ever talked about it. Matt. Yeah. I'm an avid bowler. Matt, right? Matt's I used amazing. To be. Matt is an amazing bowler. He's incredible at his bowling technique. He was uh, a state champion or runner-up? Uh, in in our teams, we were state champions. In singles, I was uh, pretty close to being like state champion. But nice. I'm not that good. So. State champion. You're still my state champion at heart. Fuck yeah, I am. Uh, no, in high school, Bulldog on, on Varsity had a blast doing it with people. It's uh, honestly, from school, it's the only thing I really care about and care to remember. And the only thing I miss was going to like bowling meets and stuff like that. Right. I know it sounds kind of goofy and dorky, uh, but there's sometimes there's no more intense moment than being the... You, like your ball, like the last ball you throw is the clutch between you guys winning the whole fucking series against another school or losing. And I've had moments like that. It was crazy intense and something I, I'd never forget or give up. So, so Matt asked me to go bowling with him. I did. And I, I remember every year for my birthday, my mom, my mom and my stepdad loved to go bowling. Oh yeah. We went bowling and twice. My mom, was okay bowler, but my stepdad he's like gotten a th- uh, three hundred before. He's like <laughs> he's that guy, and yeah, whole family's good at bowling. Uh, shout out to my brother Dom, he's also a good bowler. So at but when we go for my birthday, I was the king of the gutter ball dog. I would just throw the fucking gutter ball in in all the time, and it was embarrassing, dude. Like it was my birthday, and I get up there and. Everybody in the whole fucking, everyone that showed up just fucking murdered me. And I was like, the same fun, man. And it kind of killed it for me. So I was like, you know what? It's time. I retire from bowling. Yep. But Blazy Maisie over here, fucking state champion bowler, decided to ask me if I wanted to go bowling. He's asked me like three million times. Yeah. And I'm always like, fuck bowling. I suck at it. I think it. you went go. with me in the four or five years I've known you, you went with me one no, time. No, I, I never went. I, I never went until recently. No, you went with me to my birthday party. No, I didn't. I was not there. You think I was there. I was. You weren't I never there? went there. Well, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like, I'm just trying to bring out Fuck facts. You. I'm trying to bring out facts. I'm sorry I didn't show up to your birthday party. At least you thought I was there. Apparently, I must have been there in spirit. <laughs> piece of fucking shit. Anyway. But, um, so Matt got me to go. 
I don't know what's going on, man. I must have been feeling feisty that night, and I decided to go bowling. Have we talked about when we went with Chris? This is what we're talking about right now. Okay, so we're, we're we haven't about talked to, about... No. Oh, okay, okay. So, so yeah, we went, and I was kind of shocked. I wasn't as shitty as I thought I was. No, you... I, I threw a couple gutters. I'm not going to lie. First I, game was a little rough, and yeah. then you were just picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. Yeah, I started doing good, and then... Uh, Next thing you know, man, I'm fucking doing all right. Man, yeah. we can talk about how... So Bowl, Bowling. So we went to a, an old school bowling alley that I went to when I was fucking seven years old, maybe. They've been around forever. It's Washington Lanes in Bay City. And they still have the old school monitors. They probably won't have them anymore because they were upgrading when we left. But uh, perfect. Uh, a little bit more. Yeah, that's good enough. So they... um. When we went, they still had the old monitors and shit. Um, but fuck, I lost my train of thought. Shit. Um, so we went there. <laughs> and they had the old monitors. Oh, my God, man. I just lost everything. No, you're fine. Yeah, because I did see the last time I went there, I saw they had the new TVs and everything. I was yeah. like, what? Because I sent a picture of the this like our scoreboard and stuff to Dom, and he's like, damn. I have not seen monitors that old in forever. Oh, He's like, yeah. this is that bowling alley in the fucking 80s or something? Yeah, dude. So when <laughs> I was young and just learning how to bowl, we would go there. And I remember playing on like uh, like a father-son league with my dad and my brother. So we would go there, bowl every week. I, I'd bowl like kind of shitty, whatever. And then I started getting a little better, a little better. But um, so we went there last week and I conned my brother out to going. Oh, now, now I remember what I was going to talk about. Um, I haven't been there in a long time because we used to, when I bowled in high school, we bowled at a different lane. So they were kind of my main, my main bowling alley. So we went there recently and they've really renovated the place. They got the bar and all that shit going. Um, well, at Washington? At Washington. Okay. Yep. We went to Washington recently and they got all the bar going and all that good stuff. This... <laughs> They fucked up. We had a, a guy on his first night, the oh, first time we went. Yeah, yeah, the waiter. The waiter. Um. Oh, my God. So, first thing that happened, <laughs> we asked for a thing of Coors Light. He came back, told us that we couldn't get a pitcher because they didn't have them. Okay. Yeah, they don't, they don't carry Coors Light on tap. That's a fucking travesty. Which, you know, whatever. That's, okay. That just it's crushes me ridiculous, inside. But whatever. So, we got a, a thing of Miller Light. And then uh, he brings back, like, this pitcher of Bud Light. And we're like, Mark and I, we'll go low. <laughs> we're not going Bud Light low. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm fine with Bud Light, but you like Miller Light. Miller Light is better than I, Bud Light. I do not like Bud Light. I'm sorry to the listeners that like Bud Light. Well, yeah, you're not going to pay for it, something you don't like. So but It was funny when he's taking it away. I'm like, well, we ordered Miller Light, bro, but. We'll take I'm, it for free. I mean, if you're just going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. if you fucked up, we'll get it for free. And he didn't know what to do because it was his first night. He was all nervous as shit. So <laughs> he didn't know if he could like just. Yeah. Should I just leave it? And I'm like, yeah. dude, no, you you you'll you'll get fired. Just yeah, take it just, away. Just I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> so there was that, and then so he brings out our pitcher and all that, and I brought Chris like a long. I bought Chris a Long Island or something. So we were having a good time, and I think we bowled three games that night, and like the second game, uh. The second game, this guy comes out and he's like, "Hey, did you give me your card?" And I was like, "Yeah, the, yeah. the waiter, yeah, he came the, back." The, the waiter came back. I'm like, "Yeah, I gave you my card to set up the tab." And he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll be right back." 
And I'm like, that's not good, but okay. And he's like, he comes back like five minutes later. He's like, sure, you gave me your card. And I'm like looking in my wallet. I'm like, yeah, man. Like I gave you my yeah. fucking. And then I even like, stepped in. I'm like, bro, I just, I watched him give you his, his like, card. Yeah. I gave you my card. And at this point I'm like, man, like really already? Like, come on, Washington, you can, <laughs> you can do better than this. So I freeze my card and I walk yeah, back immediately with freeze them. the card, yeah, fucking freeze that shit immediately. I'm not having, I'm not paying for a whole round of drinks at the bar. So <laughs> freeze the card, go back. They find my fucking card, which is fine. He's like, yeah, he came back. He's like, yeah, dude, I found your card. Like they didn't know where it was. And I was like, that's Matt's card right there, dude. Yeah. yeah it's almost I got like you. It says my name on it. Pretty wild. <laughs> It was, yeah. This dude was struggling. Like he we were, was struggling a little like, bit. And then when we got, we wanted another picture after that. Like he was not showing up. I'm like, that dude got fired. <laughs> that dude got fucking fired. He's gone. So <laughs> first night we fucking scared him off. He ended up having a panic attack. He ran the fuck out of there, <laughs> dude. We had a fucking great night. Like yeah. it was the first time I'd been bowling with Chris in a long time. Who yeah. is who's my brother, by the way. Yeah. And uh, no, we had a good night. Had a few drinks and all that. We I think we. Smashed some McDonald's afterwards too. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. That's what um, you got to do when you're on Washington Avenue. Oh dude, do you remember? Go yeah, bones. we were behind the chicks in the car that were yeah, yeah, jamming yeah. that fucking song. Yeah, we were behind some uh, some and ladies. We in were the like car. holding our hands out in the fucking windows there. Anyway, yeah, we were yeah, we were behind. Yeah, they they started dancing. They started like getting into it, so we both all took our hands outside the window and we started like bumping it. And they started and, like laughing, yeah, their laughing their asses off. Yeah, that dude, that's time. that's the thing, man. Like we, it's a video game podcast. We talk about video games all the time, but sometimes you need to need to step away, especially in these shitty months like January and February. There's like not really brand new games coming out, and there's not barely any video game news. That's when you go play games. Like bowling. Yeah. Just bowl- go out. Go if, bowling. If there's a so, season for bowling, it's fucking winter time. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, go bowling. And and then we went bowling again. It was and both times, by the way. I'd like to say both times we've gone, it's been Saturday nights and it's been glow bowling. <laughs> and it's been a fucking, yeah. I, yeah. I bowled for real today. It was a little weird, to yeah, be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to be fucked because I'm like exclusive glow bowler right now. Yeah. <laughs> So Saturday nights are the only nights we can do yeah. at this point. But, and, dude, I tore it up the other night. The first time in my life I've got four strikes in a row. Yeah, we went with, um, it was you and I and Sarah and her friend, and then uh, yeah. your, I took Reed. Reed came along. Yeah, I took my son for the first time ever. And so he had a fucking blast. Yeah, he, he was, was a good time. <laughs> it was fun watching him struggle. He only fucked up once where he got a gutter <laughs> ball on bumpers. He just chucked, he just threw yeah, that shit like set up Patrick Mahomes. He just chucked the fucking ball and it went it fucking <laughs> it, hit the normal <laughs> it, it hit the normal alley and it fucking bounced over the bumper and went in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, that was that And was he looked back impressive. at us like I fucking did it. Is that what you're supposed to do? And I'm like, "Nah, you're nah, good, man." Yeah. <laughs> We yeah. had a good time, and uh, oddly enough, we had the same waiter. It yeah. It was pretty fucking crazy. Dude, so, what, yeah, we came in. We were like, I was getting rent in my shoes. Matt already has his own shoes, his own balls. Fucking, He's got everything, you know. He walks in there with a little suitcase that has balls in it. It's yes. like when I was a pro wrestler. When I was a pro wrestler, I had my own little suitcase, and I'd wheel it in on its wheels, and I'd think I was some fucking badass. That's how Matt is when he enters the bowling alley. 
It's how I was when I used to enter the locker room when I wrestled. That's how mad it is in the bowling alley. And it's fucking kind of cool in the pimp. You know, I used I to I wanted be, to get my own ball and my own little luggage case. I used to be a lot worse. Be like Bill Murray and Kingpin, dude. <laughs> uh, with the comb over and all that. <laughs> yeah. Like just balding head. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I've already got the bald head. I used to be a lot worse. Um, so I had that bag in high school, and then I would carry with me. I'd What's up, carry, Chris? What up, Chris? I would carry a two-ball bag with me as well. So nice. I would have five balls with me at all times, just in case, you know, in case you run out of a ball. <laughs> different balls for different situations, bro. You never know. Yeah, it's like golf. Lane, <laughs> you never know what the lane conditions are going to be. Right. But, yeah. So we had fun with that. Um, and, you know, another another classic kind of game we – fuck, that's not my outline, so that's not going to work. Another classic game we've been playing uh, – my dad gave me our old dartboard. Yeah, dude. So we, we just set actually, that shit uh, up tonight. Yep, we got it all set up, and it was fucking badass. Playing some, uh, playing some old school cricket, which Mark and I have played a few times in the past. Oh, he's getting up. the. Yep, we got to set up right there. If you open it up, hold up. Here we go. Yeah, we got it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got it set up. Yeah, we we uh, put the old dartboard. On the wall tonight, and we played some cricket in Matt's basement, and it was fucking badass. So, so for yeah. anybody that uh, wants to know about the history of my dartboard, uh, if anybody remembers back in the day when Marlboro on the pa- on the side of the package of cigarettes, you yeah, could get the little peel off thing, or the UPCs, the or the UPC. Yep. yep. Uh, my dad, shout out to David Mays, won this dartboard from. Uh, the Marlboro, uh, little fucking rebate packet. Fuck yeah, smoking cigs. We've had that shit for like sixteen <laughs> fucking years. Smoking cigs just got us a badass game of darts we played tonight. So yeah, shout out to your dad for smoking them smokes. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate you <laughs> killing your lungs for me. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what a guy. What a fucking guy. But dude, it was great. Yeah. Dude. So that's our next game we've been playing is fucking darts, man. Played it before the show. We're going to yeah. play it after the show. Mark beat me this time. I did. I, I, I barely, I snuck by with yep. a win. But, with uh, that fucking bullseye at the end. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Bowling and darts, that's what that's what January is all about, man, just doing that shit. So, yeah, that's what, uh, honestly, that's what we've been doing a little lately, like just hanging out. Um, other than that, we've been getting together, playing some Dungeons & Dragons. We haven't talked about it in quite a little while here so uh unfortunately i had to miss last week we generally try to play every monday if we can but last week i missed so mark tell me and tell the viewers what have we i mean we got to catch these people up on what we've been doing we don't have to do a full detailed summary but you know yeah so a lot of people a lot of people love to hear about our dungeons and dragons stories and the thing is it's been a while since you guys have heard it, and there's no way in hell that we can just go and do the whole entire, all the different stories and all the different week segments we've had, but we're going to jump back in. We didn't bring it up last week because Jason is super mad. He's, oh, yeah. He's, we didn't even bring it up, and I guarantee he'll he'll not listen to this episode because he's not on it. Yeah, that's fair. He, he'll, he'll never listen to an episode he's not on. So we can talk like mad shit about Jason the whole time. He'll never know because he just only listens to the episodes he's on. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, but, but, the reason, yeah, because we had some pretty crazy shit happen I'm the week kidding, before. I'm kidding, but I mean, like, I don't really want to shit on Jason. Fuck Jason. 
He calls Stardew us, Valley. He calls us the f word for playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, he calls us fags because we didn't invite him to play Dungeons and Dragons. We did, but he like the only night our crew could play was Monday nights from like five to ten, and he works. So. Oh, shout out to Chris right here. He's like, need a D&D update segment. Well, you're about to fucking get one, buddy. So here we go. You're <laughs> going to be right up to date on this yeah, one. So, so yeah, anyway. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know where we left off on our segment. No, we're going to just jump and do a whole new thing. So basically, Mark, tell me what happened the last week that, uh, that you played. All right. So first of all, I'm going to be kind of a, a annoying and, and mean sounding here. Um, shout out to uh, <laughs> our D and D crew. Yeah, I, okay, I should probably don't, not be a total dick here. Don't be a total dick. All right, Zach listens for this shit. So. That's true. So okay, shout out to Zach. <laughs> so, so Matt had to work. Uh, he had he had an emergency at work, and he had to cover uh, yes, the shift. So he wasn't able to make it that week. So there you go. We're already shorthanded. And then uh, I was playing. And our, D, our, <laughs> our DM happened to uh, get into a fight with his girlfriend. And she got mad at him and kind of just put her head down. Kind of slumped out for the for the night. Uh, or maybe, you know, I don't even know. Maybe maybe she didn't get... Your cat is an alcoholic. That's no. another whiskey bottle. I literally just smashed my foot into that chair. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, they, she totally got mad at him. But she, she said she was tired and put her head down and went to sleep, which was whatever, you know. Like, they got their own little thing going. Hey, I don't not, really mind it. I I'm mean, not like, one I'm to still, judge here. So. I'm still down to have fun. But uh, when we're already down a guy. not And, uh, and just, now we're down two uh, guys now. Especially Dom, for reference. So I'm a ranger. So being down me, not the worst thing in the world. Uh the person that was out here was a rogue that does just just massive amounts of damage usually. Like just a stupid amount of damage to creatures and enemies. Got that sneak attack bonus and all that good stuff. And I don't even say you not like you are really good. You're like, I'm getting you're practically the leader of the team. I'm getting better. You're very good. You you keep shit moving along. As much as I hate it, and I was like, mm, man, the voice of reason. Like, <laughs> you did did you like that? Yeah, tonight? I didn't like that. When they said it, I'm like the oh, voice of reason okay. wasn't here. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You know, because like you know, when I was trying to run shit last week, which I'm telling you about right now, this week, when Matt wasn't here, and man, it, did it suck? Because <laughs> yeah. So okay, we got uh, Kaja is Kaja. sleeping now. In the, she's mad at her boyfriend, but she's actually sleeping in the foyer of the yeah. And then we have Matt, who's gone. His character just. Just disappeared when he, we woke up one night. Hey, I left you a letter. Yeah, he did. And then Rick's character had horrible shits that night. <laughs> yep. So he's dipping. He's a cleric, and he's the one you know that heals us. And he's an amazing cleric. He does a great job with that. And then we got uh, Cody. What's Cody again? He's a bard. Cody is Thrum. Yeah, Thrum, and Thrum is yeah. He's the bard. Yep. So, He's a badass bar. So we're already cut down with like barely any people left, and uh, we just decide to split up, which is the dumbest idea ever. 
I don't know why we didn't stick together. We're never split we're the party. Exploring this uh, mansion, and then all of a sudden, he wanted to go his way and explore something. I wanted to go my way. I've already been downed like one uh, one time in this game already, just by us not doing good teamwork or not having a team in general, and then. <sighs> I go, they're like, I can't remember, the, like, why, Waverns? Waverns? Do you remember them? What, the little fox? The bat things? Oh, those are Sturgis. Sturgis. Yeah. You sure? That sounds like a fucking fish. You're talking about the bats that come from the chimneys? Yeah. Sturgis. Okay. Well, anyway, those things were hanging from the fucking ceiling, and there was, like, I was already kind of low on health. I've already been, like, recovered and everything. Yeah, already because you had been downed once at this yeah, point from yeah. a fight earlier. Yes, so they're on the ceiling, and we're trying to search the rest of the rooms because once we search the rest of these rooms, the quest is done. Like we're done. We we beat it then, and then all of a sudden, like right in front of like one of the last rooms we have to explore, there's like fifteen of these motherfuckers hanging from the ceiling. I see. So I'm like, fuck. I'm going to back up. I'm going to sneak back and back up. And I'm going to wait until my bard shows up so we can explore us together. So, because we have split up and that's a horrible decision, especially when there's just us playing. Kaja's sleeping. Rick's shitting. Like, Arate's following some bandits (laughs) and fucking like some mountain range. Yeah, and Arate's mad. He's not there for the night. Yes. So, so yeah, I, uh, I sneak back, uh, and I have to roll my sneak, and I'm a big-ass fucking minotaur (laughs) barbarian. I fucking roll, and my sneak sucks, but only two of them, only two of these things wake up, and they fly down at me. So I swing my axe. I kill one of them. The second one I go to swing at, I roll a fucking natural one. I miss him, smash the fucking wall next to me, and, like, all of, all of them fucking wake up. Like all 10, 15, I don't know how many goddamn things. I can't even remember how many of them were on the fucking ceiling. And all of them just come bum-rushing me and attack me. All alone. Still by myself. We split up. Not dumbest, even. Dumbest thing you can do in D&D. Not even recovered. Yep. Barely coming back. And dude, I just got fucking... I'm a, I'm, I'm a beast. And I'm just getting chewed up by these fucking bat things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they nod your dick off, too. Dude, seriously. Yeah, fuck. So, yeah, dude, they killed me. Like, and then I go to do a rolling save and <laughs> fucked up. First one's like an eight or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, I fucked up. And then the second one. Nat. Nat one. Fucking one. Nat one. That's, that I is died. A, that's I a, fucking died. That's I a, died. That's a dead minotaur. I'm a fucking dead minotaur. Biff is dead. My brother, like, Dom, shout out to you. Making me these nice miniatures, painting them up for me. He's fucking dead, dude. It's over. The dream is over. I was Done. so mad. And I was I was I was I was furious because my fucking team's sleeping, dude. Yeah. We're not playing right. Like we're not doing a good teamwork. And this is like you're gone. And I feel like I can I can captain this. We can do good. And it didn't work out, man. It was it was a fucking shit show. And uh um it was it was rough. But then uh luckily Ricky came back from literally shit showing. He got done tra- dropping a deuce and he came back. What does he have like hepatitis A right now or some shit? <laughs> I think he has IBS. I- <laughs> no, what was it? what the fuck was he calling it? it 
Whatever the flu is. In, he has well currently right now he has influenza B. Influenza B. <laughs> which is yeah, it's just a flu. Hepatitis A. <laughs> he doesn't have close. hepatitis. Rick does not have hepatitis. <laughs> Jesus. But poor Umbra. <laughs> but he came back and it was on his like last on this whole last turn. He he was running up the stairs to get to me. And if it if it wouldn't have been his last turn where he could use the of the diamond and everything yeah. to to completely bring me back from the dead. I'd be toast, man. Like I wouldn't even reroll the character. I would have just dipped. Yeah, like, I, I feel like that's real. Like it's like Survivor. You're eliminated. Your character dies. You you're not part of the group anymore. You just go home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that we fucking invested in some diamonds because we got yeah. a shit ton of gold from yeah the previous. But yeah, dude, I adventure. I was fucking dead. Like I had to do the whole thing where like you like what do you see while you're dying and all that stuff. This week though, I was uh this week I was there and uh we had a fun fucking time. <laughs> yeah, Dom. Yeah, I fucking died, dude. I didn't tell you about that. I'm sorry. The but I, I'm still alive. I, I died, but I came back. So now Biff, like now like everyone can order their back from the dead Biff yeah. action figures. No yeah. back to the future Biff. This is back from the dead Biff. Yeah, dude. So, uh, but yeah, that was two weeks ago, and now we have what happened. Move your rolling rock cans. I can't set it up. Now we have this week's D and D segment, and you, yeah, and I was here this week, and we had a lot of fun. Um, it started out. Nobody died. It started out, especially no minotaurs. No minotaurs died. This, no minotaurs have died during this adventure. So. We started out basically right where they left off. So Biff and all Biff, Umbra, Kaja, and Thrum were in the uh, in the house, kind of just getting their shit together, resting up a little bit. Uh, and I and Xanth had come from the woods, uh, trying to get to you guys. So we come from the woods and uh, sneak around some boars. I've had bad experiences with boars in the past in D and D. Yeah. I think we've talked about that. If yeah. not... They shapeshift. They shapeshift. They're fuckers. And they turn into fucking orcs. Yeah, and fucking lightning attack you and destroy you. So fuck a boar. Uh, <laughs> I went around them. Uh, healed. I healed Biff because he was still at one HP. Yep, because I was still fucking it, it, barely alive. Like, like, pretty much. When you showed up, I'm like, never leave me again. It was pretty much directly from last week. So yeah. I get there. We heal Biff up. And we go around the, we go around Falcon's hunting lodge to where the main part is, right? Or do we rest? I can't remember. Yeah, I, think I think we do rest. We do rest. Yep. And then we explore a little bit, and uh, we come to this, we come to this breach in the wall. I think. Um, tell me if I'm getting this wrong. You're good. We come to this breach in the wall. And we see 20 orcs and a thunder boar just fucking backs turned to us. <laughs> they, they're not paying attention. They're like surrounding something else. Yeah. Uh, and you, I think you need to tell them about your item you have. Previously, I had acquired. Previously on Dungeons pre- and Dragons. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I had acquired a necklace of fireballs. So basically what this necklace does is there's beads attached to this necklace. So I have like nine beads I can use. Each bead is a level three fireball. 
which does just a stupid amount of damage. Like I roll a dice pretty much eight times, and whatever that dice says after that eight times it's is a D six. D six. I yeah. roll a D six eight times, and whatever the um, the cumulative score of that is, is what they take for damage. So all almost all of them fail a saving throw. So I just disintegrate. Like I throw one of these beads at them and I disintegrate like fifteen orcs. Just like that. He's killed so many fucking people. I with killed this necklace. so many people. <laughs> this yeah. necklace has just I just think killed I've killed so many people. I think I've killed like almost sixty people with this fucking thing. <laughs> and I still have like four beads left too. So we'll get into we'll get into it. I think I had six beads at the start of this. So I throw one, kill a bunch of them, and this Thunderbore is just he's fucked up, man. He's worse for wear. He's pissed. He's pissed, too. He's leaking lightning and shit. There's just lightning seeping out of his wounds. So the five that survived run off into the hunting lodge. The five orcs. The five orcs yeah. that survive run off into the hunting lodge. And the Thunderbore charges at us. And I can't tell you what really happens there. I don't remember too well. He, he shoots a lightning bolt at us. I think we all almost pass our saving throws. Uh, so he doesn't do a sh- he does a good amount of damage, but we kill him right after. Yeah, and I, he, uh, oh, your boy Biff turned rage. I got rage mode on it. Biff, and I fucking hammered the shit out of this fucking dude. Biff raged up, killed him, and he vanished. So we go in the hunting lodge, and this guy that we're supposed to be kind of protecting, the owner of this hunting lodge, his name is Falcon, uh, just destroyed these five orcs. He just fucking laid them out. So no no trouble there. So after we're done with this, we need to uh, go to a circle of power to try and kind of get the orcs out of the area, that sort of thing, because they're, what are they? They're uh, followers of Thanos. Yeah. And they're just really fucking up the forest. Like the lightning god, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. The one from Skyrim, if anybody's played it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the exact one. Yeah. So we leave the hunting lodge. We rest up. Everybody's healed. Their spell slots are there. So we head out uh, to this... Uh, circle of power. Once, like, we're we're maybe half a mile away from it, and we meet up with. <laughs> we're we're at this like gully, right? Yeah. So there's there's two big um cliffs, like like top of the hill ledges, and then there's a gully in the middle, and there's about ten orcs. Ten orcs chilling there on the cliff, and what's the leader like? The big He's uh the leader of the group. Yeah, he's just some. He's just come some kind of like the big follower. Uh, Don, it is Talos. The way you spelled it. Yep, lightning orc boars. That is the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is uh it is Talos, and yeah, they're the leader. He's just kind of some like beefed up orc. Okay, yeah. So we get there, and it's just some like I think it's almost like a little bridge or some like here you can take that, or do you want me to? Oh, you can just put it back. Um, so it, it's like this little like ravine, I guess, gully. So one of our guys can speak Orcish. Thrum is able to speak Orcish. So the leader and Thrum go down to this gully. And while, uh, can you, you know what? Fucking flip that camera over here so I can, I can gesture for yeah, explaining. Um, so while, uh, while this is going on, I still have like five beads for this necklace. So while this is going on, uh, 
I conspire with Mark. Nobody else knows what I'm doing here. But the the leader and Throom go to this little valley to talk. They're going to parlay to yeah, see if we can find Thrum some can, Thrum can speak Orcish. Exactly. So they're going to try the and find yeah. they're going to try and find some common ground here. Yeah, they parlay it up. But I'm a my guy's a little racist against orcs. He does not like them. They have not done well for me in the past. So, yeah. and we're, like man, I, like it's kind of cool because when we're playing this, we do a little table talk thing because like the the DM's talking to Thrum, you know, in, in the character of this orc, and man, and I just kind of start whispering to each other, just like we would be on the cliffside. Like, yo, I don't think this fucking talk's yeah, going good. I don't think so. And there's ten orcs just standing on a on a little bank together and i'm like man i got a really good fucking idea so yeah because they're talking like 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 uh Thrum is trying to on our team is trying to talk he's a peacemaker you know he's trying to make sure that you know uh we can get through this and that we can just stop the fight and everything and man i've always been i'm like, we've always been just like let's fucking fuck yeah, them up just kill them all yeah fuck but, that shit but yeah so he's trying to do this peace talk and everything and and and, and I, we're already starting our plan for fucking these guys up so I'm, we know we know it's not going good yeah the orcs are like you need to leave you orcs, need to leave orcs are not good at uh yeah finding common ground so right. i come up with an idea and i'm running it by mark i'm like what if i just kind of tie a bead tie one of these necklace beads to uh an arrow and i'm I'm a ranger. My archery, my my archery skill is top of the line. He's a hunter, man. So He's a fucking beast, ranger, right? I yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I tie a bead to um to one of my arrows, and the talk does not go well. Thrum comes back. He's like, "Yeah, they're not moving." And I all I say to him, I'm just like, "Just give me bardic inspiration." So it gives me uh, advantage on my next roll or plus six or whatever, and I fucking. They're all, they turn around, the orcs turn around yeah, and they, start. They just found out that whatever's spawning yeah. from their, their little circle thing, their circle of power or whatever, like they're, they're, they're about to have something spawn yeah. there that's going to be badass. Something. They, yep. So they turn around and they're like, oh shit, let's head back to it. Yep. Something spawns, they're, they're going to head back. And I just let an arrow go. As they turn around, yeah. He shoots this arrow, an arrow with his bead. <laughs> and it, I roll like a 23 or something with my bonuses and it just, it just fucking kills almost. It kills everybody. Everyone, but everyone, the but the the main leader, and, and, he's, we, and the main leader's fucked. He's fucked. He's mega damaged. Coolest fucking idea you yeah. had all night. It's that one was pretty crazy. Yeah, so like we, I had to even be like, bro, nice. <laughs> even the DM was like, fucking good. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, if you want to take that, so because I can't read what ever everybody's saying there, but uh. Had a had a ton of fun with that, so we make it to the circle. Dom says that's a good idea. At least you gave peace a chance. Yeah, we didn't give it, but uh, our bard did. <laughs> I mean, I'm always a I'm always a peace negotiator. Like I wouldn't have shot it if they didn't. If they were all about peace, I wouldn't have shot right, it. Right? Yeah. I'm my guy's a he's lawful. He's chaotic. Good. So yeah, but we make it to the circle of power. We explore a little bit, and it, it's just. Like, there's these two acolytes fucking spinning around the circle of lightning. Mm-hmm. And they do not look like good people. Like, it just doesn't seem like a good place to be, really. Yeah. So our bard, because he's a fucking major wizard, distracts a bunch of little minions. He turns me and himself invisible. Yes. And we start walking up to the circle area. And 
We're like coming in for the sneak attack, but it just doesn't work out. They they can fucking hear us coming. He's like an elephant man and I'm a minotaur. This is not a good idea. They can hear us fucking chomping through on the grass. So he does a spell, right? Where he casts some sort of... Yeah, it was an illusion spell yeah. where he, he basically... Uh, creates a sound in the distance yeah. that alerts everybody. So as soon as like as soon as like they're starting to catch wind of us, in our opposite direction, he casts a sound sound spell and that puts all their attention over to the opposite of direction of where we are all. Yeah, at. all the little minions are like they all run over there. The two acolytes that are like the big hitters, they just kind of glance in the like they look in the direction. They're distracted, but they don't move. Right, and then uh. After that, once all the little minions leave, we just gang the fuck up on these guys. Yeah. And we just, we decimate one right away. <laughs> and they're still... Yeah, you guys fucked that one up. That was because, like, my initiative roll was fucking garbage. Yeah. You and had you guys... a literally nat one on your initiative. Yeah, you, and you guys took care of it before I even had to deal with anything. Took care of the first one. Second one still had some wind left in him. He fucked us up a little bit. Um, but we took care of him. And then uh, those little fuckers came back. But... I don't, I don't remember what happened, but they got scared off somehow. Uh, but yeah, so we, we took care of all the, all the enemies around and then the, we stand in the middle of the circle and there's a little bit of light. Hold on. Oh, there's one part you missed. I'm what I'm. So you guys were fucking up the last giant orc guy and I was still invisible. Oh, you were yeah. during this whole time. And this circle area is like some Stonehenge shit where there's all the, you know, the stone pillars all in a circle area. Yeah, just a, yeah, yeah. exactly. Stone circle. So, yeah, exactly. And then, um, so they're all attacking him, but I'm still invisible. And this dude's super close to Deb, but he's kind of far away from me. So I can't, I can't swing on him yet. I can't get close enough to swing on him. But if I do my goring rush oh, yeah. charge, if I do a goring rush with my minotaur horns and everything, I can reach him because I can reach the distance. So <laughs> I'm invisible while I do it. So like these guys are attacking this guy and all of a sudden and he's just like yep. on his fucking like out of nowhere. <laughs> and I gets- fucking gore him right up against one of those stone pillars. <laughs> fucking dead. Yeah. Dead immediately. <laughs> I killed him. That was fucking sweet. D and D for life. So yeah, all those little triglobites. Sorry, Zach. Whatever the fuck they're called. Oh, they're little, like, I am group group babies. Yeah, little Baby tree fucks. Guys. I hate them so much. They ran away. Yeah, so they were scared after that. So what happens is we're kind of focusing on the, the center of this, like, stone circle. Yeah. And uh, Thrum is in the middle of the circle, and a few sigils appear on the ground in lightning. They're kind of crackling a little bit, and there's thunder going on up ahead, or up over us. Yeah. So I being the stupid one, decide I can't, you know, I can't let, nice job, I can't let a brother do this shit alone. So I go in, uh, I go in the circle with him, and I literally lock arms with him. I do not want, I don't want him to go down alone. I'm very, like, with my brethren. And I decide I probably shouldn't be in this circle. This seems like a bad idea. And I walk away from the circle. Everyone else is very smart and does the right thing. And they leave the circle. That's crackling with lightning. (laughs) Uh, And and it goes in the fucking arm. Arm and arm, bro. With the fucking bard that's in there. Arm and arm. So what happens is not good. 
uh, <laughs> some lightning shoots down and just rocks me and through him. He gets, I go down from like, I think 35 health to 21 and he goes down from 45 to like 20 cause he did not make his saving throw. So what happens after that is not, e- it's even worse. Uh, the Thunderboard Gorthic, which I call no, it's, it's like Gorthak. Gorthon or Gorthak. Gorthak. Or, yeah, Gorthak. Gorthak. I call him Gorthic. Yeah, Gorthic. He's, he's a little thick. Thick boy. Two C's. Uh he decides that because I have more health, he's gonna I have one more health. Yeah, it was twenty one to twenty. Yep. He's gonna charge at me. So he smashes me into a storage a stone pillar yeah, with his horns yep. and then he stomps me the fuck out and <laughs> I am unconscious now. <laughs> he uh, killed you. He fucked you he up. He fucking killed me. Yeah, you almost, almost. So after that, Xanth comes. Xanth, who we haven't talked about, who is an NPC all, that is very focused on this circle of power because these orcs have killed his family. Yeah, uh, but you comes, haven't heard about him because he's just been fucking yeah, apparently sitting off to the side we watching. Yeah, we haven't talked about him because he had so little of a part in yeah. everything up to he's this. He's a centaur. He fucking comes out of nowhere, yeah, and does and just rams this motherfucker with a pike, and does thirty some damage to yeah. this bitch. NPC rolls saves, a natural twenty. Yep, saves my ass. Uh, we end up killing Gore Thick, and uh, we're all good there. But so we take care of this circle of power, right? And our last, it's getting to the end of our session here. I'm sorry if I'm missing anybody's comments. Uh, it's getting to the end of our session here, so we want to head back. Uh, we need to let Falcon know that we took care of the circle of power. So we let... F- oh, nice. Yep. We uh, we go back to let Falcon know, and when we walk into his uh, hunting lodge, there is a, a young knight there in very nice armor. You can tell he's kind of coming from a little bit of a richer upbringing, I yeah. would say. And I uh, feel like we should talk about... So previously... Yeah. When we were in our hub town, Fandolin, where you can get your armor and stuff like that, and we do all our quests, uh, the, a new shop opened up. Yeah. And it's kind of like just this weird little thrift store like that has oddities. I think did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't know if I don't we know. did. I we might have. I don't I don't know if we did, but yeah. It was I bought like, a feather of falling. That's literally a feather that <laughs> falls because that's how gravity works. Yeah. I bought that for like a copper. And a I, piece and of I copper. bought a um. Oh God! What was it? It was like a blanket of absorption or something. Yeah, like that. it was a towel. Towel of absorption. So it was pretty much like a sham wow. Yeah. Or sham just wow. you know like a normal towel that absorbs stuff. And I spent money on it. Like it. It was. It was like a ripoff shop. Yeah. Exactly. I did get an amulet of like controlling caterpillars. We got. We got some cool stuff there, even weird. though it was ripoff. And one of the cool things we got was uh. So basically. This uh, we're talking with this young knight. We're kind of finding out some information about him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm." Did you, should, did you tell him about one of the other things you bought at the? Oh, I'll tell him. I'll okay, tell him. Okay, okay. So he's uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm like fourteen or fifteen. I'm I'm really new. Uh, I just joined this hunting lodge, so I can kind of get get some experience yeah. in that sort of he's thing." He's like sh- looking at all the trophies, like manicure heads yeah. and all this stuff. He's like, "I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one of those too." I'm gonna give those too. Like he was like this little bratty fourteen year old rich, rich kid all decked out in armor. And he like unsheathes this sword. It's like the Deathbringer sword. It's some obsidian blade 
with uh, crazy encrusted jewels and stuff fucking like that. Fucking diamonds on the fucking yeah. handle. Diamonds, two diamonds on the handles, which uh, on the handle, which are amazing for resurrecting. So I'm kind of like, man, I kind of want those. Fuck yeah, that's big money right there. So one fuck of the, fuck this kid. Yeah. So one of the items I get at this this store is uh, a sword of sunlight, and I bought it on the spot because it sounded fucking awesome. So basically, what happens? I think I paid like ten gold for it or something. This was at the this was at the the, the bullshit store. the bullshit store. Uh, so this item is really not helpful whatsoever if you think like when you get down to it. But basically, what happens when I unsheathe it? Nothing, no creature or enemy within two hundred meters can see at all. It's like as it's like bright bl- as the blinding sun. light. Yeah, as yeah. bright as the sun. <laughs> so I unsheathe it in this lodge, and everybody's just fucking blind as shit. So I sheathe it back, and this kid's like, I'm like, I ask him if he wants to trade, and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, obviously I want to trade. Like, so we trade swords. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have the Deathbringer sword with the fucking diamond encrusted yeah. grip and all that. Yeah, and this kid has this ass. shitty ass sword of sunlight. <laughs> we so, trick his ass so we can get this badass so, sword. So we trick this kid to sell that fucking shit. And. We, we want to end the night, so we, we head back to Fandolin to turn our quest in. So once we, we're on the road, and we look back, and uh, there's a very small percentage chance that a dragon can attack where we are. It's about and a 5%, It's right? a 5% chance. So yeah, every time we leave or enter an area, the DM rolls the dice, and it has a potential to land where we're at, but it's going to land like that. Dragon's going to be around. He's going to be somewhere. It just depends on what the dice number is. So our DM rolls and the dragon attacks Falcon's lodge, right where we came from, right where we left. And we look in the back, like we look behind us and we just see this huge (laughs) beam of sunlight, just crazy intense light. (laughs) And this fucking ice dragon just flies away because it's blinded. <laughs> so my stupid ass transaction with this kid just saved like 10 or 20 people. I don't know how many people yeah. were at the lodge, but it just saved this lodge. <laughs> just this goofy little thing we did. That's great. I uh, fucking love Dungeons and Dragons. And that's where we ended. Yeah. So we'll see. We're going to, we might be fighting the ice dragon next. That so. seems to be what's kind of going to happen, man. We're, it's, uh, we've been, we're on uh, 11 nights now. Yep. And we're, we just reached level six, and we have a big chance here for we're going to finally fight this dragon. It's kind of been, like, haunting everybody lately. So, But uh, let's get into store stories now. Yeah, so I've got a good one this week. Yeah, store stories. Mine's mean, and I always feel bad because every week I always got some negative Nancy shit to say. I've got a... Like a negative to a positive. It really, it's like a roller coaster of emotions. Well, let's end on the positive note. Yeah. So let's start with me. Uh, pers- uh, what my store does is uh, we do repairs. And uh, that's a huge part of our business. We do repairs. And uh, I just want to say right now that if you have an Apple Watch, I don't like you, man. And it's weird because I'm an Apple guy. Like, I'm fucking Apple phones. I got an iMac at home. I fucking love Apple. But every single Apple customer that comes in with an Apple watch, they're assholes, man. Like, they're ultra assholes. The biggest, the 
the biggest <laughs> fucking assholes ever, dude. I'm like, um, God, they came in. The first guy came in and he fucking hit his watch and it was all fucked up. And then we fixed it. And then there was just one thing wrong with the board on it. And you just couldn't, it couldn't be actually fixed. Like something was fucked up on it. So we still offered to get him a whole new watch and everything, make sure everything was all fixed up for him. And then he was, he still wanted the old broken parts from the old one, which like, yeah, we can get it for you, but like they're all beat up and everything. Like, like we, like we just bought you a new Apple watch. Maybe we can keep the broken, the broken watch to maybe use for parts. Like yeah, if, exactly. Like down the road, so we can like try and get something out of it. Even nope. if you could use like a charge thing from yeah. it. Nope. Fuck that. I want my fucking parts back. You know, he's a, he, what do you say? He's, you inconvenience me, so I'm gonna inconvenience you now. Is that really yep. what he said? Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And it's just a total right. dick, man. Like I fucking hate. I hate dealing with people with uh, repairs sometimes because it's just ludicrous man and the newest one is it's a person with an all-in-one computer and they totally wanted us to fix it okay that's fine no problem this shit got dropped off in july fucking july of 2019 and it got dropped off we have a rule that if it's a 30 day 30 day if you don't pick your fucking repair up in 30 days it's considered abandoned so we've been trying to call. We tried to call them and everything to let them know, yo, your computer's not working right and everything. And it's been month after month. And we're trying to be nice to give them this extra time. Remember, it got dropped off in July. So we've we've gone out of our way to give them an opportunity to come pick it up. And in December, we called them. And they still didn't fucking come. And then January we called them. And then they actually answered this time. I don't know if they got out of prison, jail, fucking who knows. Because they can't answer their shit for fucking six months. So they finally come get it. Well, in that time, this giant-ass all-in-one computer has gotten pushed around. It's gotten moved around. Um, we Obviously, it's a big-ass thing. We can't store it in the smaller store that we're in. And it got bumped, it got knocked over, and the screen got cracked. Keep in mind, this this is a repair that cannot be fixed. It, it's donezo. It can't be fixed. So they come to pick it up, and they see that the, the screen has a little slight crack in the corner. And they're like, oh, this is unacceptable. No, you need to pay for this. <laughs> huh. So. Yep. So, like, they Even want, though that shit's been abandoned for six months at least. Yeah. And they, they want us to pay for it, and we try to find the parts for it. Like, whatever, we'll bite the bullet, we'll buy the parts and fix it. Even though it's a computer that's broken and doesn't work, they still want the screen fixed because they think they can fix it somewhere else. Whatever. Um, you can't find the parts. We've looked everywhere. We can't find the parts for it. And, yeah, um, so we tried to let them know that. They don't care. And... They still like, bro. Just drop it. Just tell them what they want to do. Like, Fuck no, it. it's been like another month. Like, we like can't find the parts. Okay, and they they're still doing the same shit where they're like uh, abandoning it again. So we said, hey, um, final warning: if you don't come pick your stuff up, we're gonna throw it in the dumpster. And then they straight up called up today, and they were offer like they were like threatening to go to small claims court 
and sue us. Dude, I say at that point, be your own attorney. I don't know if Justin can do that. Fuck that. Like, I, I'm so tired of people thinking that just because that they're a customer at a business, mm-hmm. that they're entitled to some special shit. Like, your shit's broken. You forgot about it, obviously. You weren't worried about it in the first place. Right. Now you want a computer, and you remembered you had one. Yeah. So now you want to go get yours. So like we Fuck can, you. We can buy, like, a replacement one for them, like, just a whole new one of that computer for, like, $250. And I don't think they want that because this lady's fucking crazy, and she's like, we spent $800 on it back in the day. Yeah. I that think she's what? literally expecting $800. That was what? First just give ago? her $800. No, absolutely not. Um it, it's it's weird and it, it's like people like we deal with people bitching all the time. I can deal with that all the time, but now like we have this weird awkward situation where somebody's trying to actually take us to court over something. See, and I like that for people that don't realize was I'm broken. Al- yeah, exactly. I'm always for the customer. Like if if we fucked up, then I owe you. Like, if I sold you a broken game, I owe you a working game. That's pretty much how it works. I have no problem swapping you out with stuff. Yeah. Or going a little bit above and beyond what I need to do to make sure you're happy. Right. If you have completely forgotten about your item mm-hmm. and you obviously have no care or want for this thing, because if you did, you'd be calling about it constantly. Right. Or calling about it maybe once a month. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, you forgot about it at this point and it's past the, it's long since abandoned. We could have just thrown in the fucking dumpster. You're not a fucking storage locker. Yeah. Uh, we should have just thrown in the dumpster. We should have never called them back after fucking, no, after like 60 days, we should just threw it in the trash and they would have forgot about it. And maybe six months down the line, they would have been like, Hey, do you have this? And you're like, no, yeah, you abandon it. Like, it that it, shit's gone. By us trying to do the better thing to get a hold of them after all of this time. You fucked yourself. Yeah, exactly. And like this fuck, Justin might be mad for me bringing that up on the show. Probably not supposed to do that. No, I don't. I really don't think it's bad on you. I yeah. don't think it's bad on Justin because no. he was trying to do. He was trying to do the right thing by finding parts for this person. Yeah, which to me is above and beyond what they deserve. Yeah, because they show no want for this repair anyway. So the last part of this story, I'm going back to Apple Watches again. Mr. Mustache, you know him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mustache, a lot of people know him. He, he's actually not a bad guy. Uh, guy is super cool, I'll yeah, be honest. He's a super, super good guy, and he's, he's coming in the store a bunch, bought video games for his kids and everything. He's a really nice guy. Um, he's out of a Midland and Freeland area, and yeah. he's a good guy. He comes in, like I said, buys video games, and he actually sends repairs our way, too. And he also has a mustache. And he also has a mustache, Mr. Mustache. (laughs) Shout out to Mr. Mustache. Anyway, he uh, didn't want to do or he couldn't do an Apple Watch, and he referred it to us because he called us up, and we're like, oh, yeah, we can get that part. It'd be like $220 for an Apple Watch repair on that. And the guy's like, okay. And Mr. Mustache was like, okay, yeah, it's my customer, and he'll be heading that way if you can do that. Awesome, great. So like three days pass. And this, then this guy shows up. Like, no one said, like, place the order. He's down. So he shows up three days later to get this Apple Watch repaired. And, dude, the fucking parts are sold out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, that quote we gave you from our distributor at that point, 
That was the quote. Three days passed. That part sold out. So Jonathan goes up there and gives him the quote. Well, that part sold out. I can get it from another distributor, but it's going to be $50 more. The part costs more. It, it, just, it just costs more. Yeah, that's how it works, bro. This dude went from fucking zero to like 5,000. Just like that, dude. Man, insane. Just started freaking out, cussing, screaming at Jonathan. This is fucking bullshit. I can't believe this shit. Are you kidding me? Dude, like, dude, three days ago, you told me this price and that. And he's like, this is outrageous. And like, dude, he's like, like doing the hard finger points, the fucking freaking out and everything. He's like, you know what? No, my guy told me this and, and you guys are wrong. You know, I'm going to call him up right now and make sure that he never recommends anybody to you guys ever again. This is outrageous. You've got fucking bullshit. It's fucking left. Apple yep. Watch people, dude. Dude, Apple Watch people. Apple Watch people. Entitled people. Yep. Entitled so we repairs. called him up. We actually called Mr. Mustache after that, and we we're like, dude, this dude came in freaking out, like, and he was cool with it. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys had to deal with that. Nicest guy I've, ever, I've yeah. talked with him for like an hour. He's straight. like, he's like, that's how, yeah, that's how he it knows works. how it goes. Yeah, he knows how it goes. Yeah, he's like, he was cool as fuck, but yeah. Also, uh, I fucking hate repairs. Take uh, take your Apple Watch to an Apple store to get fixed. Oh, they don't fix Apple Watch. Right, yeah. Replace that shit. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah, fuck Apple Watches. Oh, man. I got a good store story this week. Uh, it was uh, it was good to bad. Or bad to good, rather. So I had... um, Man, I, I don't know how often you check your reviews on your place. I don't check. I, I used to get real into that. But then, I don't check them too. No, not that this I, Then is, I stopped. I don't know. This isn't based off my reviews because I really don't care. I've got a good review and I don't care either way. Like my, my, my people treat my customers good. So we, you sound, like, uh, you sound like a slave owner there. Right. My people. My people. Tyler, Colin, Connor. They're all amazing workers. Shout out to you guys. Uh, we had a very busy Friday, uh, very trade heavy. A gentleman and his girlfriend came in to do a trade. And it was, uh, we were in the middle of a huge trade. I had an Xbox One, an Xbox 360, a PS2, a PS1, a GameCube, and a 64. That was all from one trade. So we had two of us working on that, one person running the, the virtual reality that we do. So it was a little busy. I told these people as they walked in with their bag, because you can tell a trade in, obviously. I told them, hey, it's going to be a little while. We've got a lot going on. If you want to set your stuff on the counter and go sit down in one of those chairs, I will let you know when uh, when we get a quote for you. Nice. Like, you guys got chairs? Yeah, I've got, chair, I've got a couch for every VR booth. So I told them to just go relax in one of those. I'll be right with you as soon as I can. So, and they agreed to that. They're like, oh, okay, that's fine. So they agreed to that. Uh, so we get to their trade. It's maybe 15 minutes, which really, when you think about a big ass trade, not bad at all. Yeah. 15 minutes for a giant trade. Yeah. That's good, good time. So I said, uh, we get the, the one trade done. Good. Uh, we go through their trade. They have a, a decent amount of games, so we go through that. And I'm testing out their Xbox One S. I have tried three games on the system. None have even attempted to install. None have popped up on the menu. The uh, the controller they supplied 
would not even sync up to the system. And I'm going out of my way to try and get the system from these people because I know sometimes you have a little issues. So I try two more games and I sync up another controller with a cable, test it out, make sure the Bluetooth works. Right. You want to buy this because it's I, something that will sell fast. I do want to buy this. Yeah. And I want these people. You look, want it. Yeah. But, but if it ain't working, you don't want to sell that to your customers. Right. And the people that came in originally were in a good mood. And I go out of my way for people that treat me respectively. Exactly. So I go out of my way. I test five games on this system. Not a single one works. None of them. So I tell them, I'm like, unfortunately, I can't buy your Xbox One. I cannot get a single game working on it. I'm sorry. Uh, they're like, okay. Um, so I give them the quote on their games. They take that and run. And uh, as this uh, chick is walking out, she is like, wish it wouldn't have taken two fucking hours. Uh, I was like, I held my tongue because she was walking out the door. I was like... She really said that she word said that. for word? Word for word. Wish it wouldn't have taken two fucking hours. And I was like, and there were customers right there. I was like, wow, that only took like 20 minutes. So, okay. Uh, man. Fortunately enough. Man, that's annoying. Fortunately enough. Oh, dude, it gets better. It do, It just keeps getting better. Oh, it makes my fucking blood boil just hearing about that. So, and the funny thing is, like, I went out of my way for these people, and they don't even realize. So they left their cables here, so they call us up, and the the boyfriend's like, hey, I think we left our power cable. I'm like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have it ready for you. Just swing up. Swing on back. <laughs> Get that power cable for him. And I, he comes to the door, and I, I answer. Like, I don't see no I answer the door, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, uh, I went out of my way for you, and your girlfriend or whoever was extremely rude. And I don't appreciate that. I said this word for word to him. And he was like, yeah, man, I know. I'm sorry. She's she's just like that sometimes. Yeah, man. She's a bitch. Tell me about it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so he leaves. And uh, he's like, did I leave an HDMI cable in here? I'm like, I don't see anything on the counter. I've got one hooked up to the TV, so usually I don't pull them out of the bag. He's like, okay. So he walks out. I get a phone call. Uh, it's not the same customer. And she walks in. My other my other guys are in the back or helping people out. They're not. They're busy at the moment. So she walks in, snags, just fucking snags a cable from the counter and looks at me as I'm on the phone and she, walks she, out. She just shows up. She shows up. Dude, 1,000% what I wanted to do was tell her, hey, bring my money back. You can take your fucking games and get the fuck out of my store. I wanted to I wanted to tell her that so bad, but I was on the phone. So she grabs her stupid fucking cable that wasn't her fucking cable and walks out of my store. A day passes. <laughs> I, I look at I also I look at building my, this up so good. I love it. Also, I look at my reviews that night because I like seeing my reviews on my VR side of things because mm -hmm. we have Media Reload Saginaw mm -hmm. and then we have the VR arcade at Media Reload. I like looking at my reviews on that to see how we do. And for some reason, this this lady, <laughs> uh, this lady drops a one star review on my VR arcade. Okay, and I can't really report it because I have nothing to go off of. So did I have she say a, anything? She just did a one star. Just a one star. No comment because that's that. how people go. Yeah, dude. I mean, it could so be worse. Could one be worse. star review. 
Could be worse. Let's skip forward 24 hours. Are you kidding me? She comes back. This is like fucking harassment at this point. She comes back with her boyfriend, and I'm there because it's Saturday. And they bring another Xbox One in with a garbage bag of Xbox One, PS3, and Xbox 360 games. And let me tell you guys, if you're going to bring a trade in, in, yeah, don't bring them in a fucking trash bag because automatically I just don't like you. Right? I don't. A plastic bag's one thing. A trash bag's another. Same people. Same people. And it's like, it's not 24 hours. It's probably about 2 o'clock. And I'm just really not into it. I'm really close. Like, I'm like that close to being like, you know what? You treated me like shit yesterday. Fuck off with your trade. Well, I mean, they should already know that to begin with. uh, Yeah, especially. And and honestly, I I I would just be like, what are you looking for, cash? This was, they were looking for cash, yeah. In those in those situations, I'm like, I can only do store credit. They had left the one-star <laughs> review at this point, too. So I already knew about it. Yeah. This was after I knew about it. And I held my cool. I was like, all right. Test the Xbox One out. It's okay. I have another guy working on the trade. And uh, going through it, and I'm talking with these people. And I don't know how we got to it. Uh, but I was kind of... I was being very to the point with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they could tell. Yeah. And uh, eventually, like, I was just, I was kind of laying into her a little bit. And eventually, uh, I was test. uh, she was like, hey, I'm sorry for being such a bitch yesterday. Mm, Yeah, because they want a better trade. They want some money today. I wanted, that's what I was gunning for. They're licking your balls today. Because I was fucking money. I was setting some, some discs discs assigned that were kind of scratched up and shit i was setting them aside like yeah i can't take these just being short about it mm-hmm. very just business about it sorry eric fuck this bitch uh <laughs> i hope eric's cool with that man eric, i've i've talked with him about this okay he okay. understands but is he cool with you talking hold on, about hold it on the podcast I, you know what you know what <laughs> okay just don't be young um young and dumb young and dumb Full of cum. <laughs> Matty Ice. You didn't have to bring it to cum. So I do this trade, and she's starting to warm up a little bit. And she's like, sorry for being such a bitch yesterday. And I was like, yeah, maybe you can drop that one-star review you left. And she was like, yeah, I think I could. And she dropped my one-star review that she left. And uh, I tested their system out, and it was it didn't read the first disc. I was like, oh boy. So I opened up a brand new game, tested that shit, and it read. And I was fucking with them a little bit. Because that's kind of what I do with people. I fuck with them a little bit. I was like, I don't know if I can take this one. I think you guys are going to be pissed at me again. Because I, oh, you know what I said to her the second she walked in? I was like, hey, you're not as mad as you were yesterday. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I was pretty pissed when I left here, wasn't I? I was like, yeah, you were. So uh, I popped a new disc in there, or I popped the the used disc in there, and sh- it wasn't reading. And I was like, I think you guys are going to be mad at me again. And she's like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, right? So I opened up a new game and installed it on the system to test it out and all that shit. And everything was fine. She was very nice. She was in way better of a mood. I don't know if she's just not a night person or something. She's probably just fucking nuts. Is not, And she was on her meds this day compared to the other days. Maybe that was it. 
But uh, I left. She left a five-star review. Mm. And, uh, yeah, because you, you, you work the game. That's I how you have to do with these fucking people, man. Look, like, I'm not... I'm a nice person to almost... To everybody that comes in my store. Whether you're... And whether you're short with me, whether you want to talk with me, whether you're like handicapped in some way, I don't fucking care. I'm going to treat you the same way every time. As long as you treat me with a little bit of respect. I don't need you to set fucking goals and shit for me. Just treat me like a human being. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for a lot of these guys. You know why it's hard for a lot of these people is because they get, um, they get that ultra treatment when they go to like Walmart. And they return stuff and they get cash just instantly. Yeah. Like it, they don't have a receipt. Who and knows if they brought it there? That's that's the way it is where they get their they they get the stuff back and they get the cash and everything's good to go. So when they have to deal with a small business, which doesn't put up with that kind of shit, they fucking don't know how to handle it, man. And the thing they don't realize is especially with your work and not my work, I don't have to buy your stuff exactly i can send you out that door the right. second you walk in yeah if you and yeah if i really wanted to i could have just told that chick i'm not gonna take your trade like you're rude to me i don't want your stuff it's probably broken get the fuck out of my store right and can't really do anything about it what are you gonna do you're gonna bitch to my boss i'm just gonna tell him that your stuff's broken like okay so get the fuck out of my store. Like it's my it's my choice and I tell all of my employees it is your choice based on the condition and the way that people treat you on right. what you take in. Like yes, we need stuff for our store. I'm not negating that. Like I'm not saying we need to roll out a red carpet for you or vice versa. Right. Like all you have to do is treat people with the respect that a human being deserves. That's it. And when you treat us like and, shit. And here's the thing. Remember I was looking, talking about Chuba, um, Chewbacca? Jabba the Hutt. The Jabba the Hutt bitch. Like I said, I threw quarters at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they still come into the store. They're always going to come back. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. Isn't that this bitch left a one star review and then still come back? And come, then she left you still, a five star. And then still came back the next day. And, get, and then she left you a five star review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are fucking crazy. They're fucking nuts. Especially in this line of work. And all I do, I've got more patience than almost anybody I know. Mark's only seen me snap one time on a customer. Yeah, I bet. And we fucking talked about it on here. Yep. Uh, I've got more. All you got to do is have some patience and just. That's why I felt bad when I snapped. Keep it chill. When I snapped in front of my my crew. Hey, we're not we're not perfect. Sometimes just a few snaps. I'm not going to say uh, I was v- talking nicely about her when she left the first day. I was heated, bro. I was fucking heated. I don't like when people do that to me. No, man. Especially with trades. Like, if that's, I sold but, you a broken you what, system. That's, that's the best part about our business. The best part about our work is that we don't have to put up with that kind of shit. I have- Target, when you work at Target or Best Buy... You have to just bend over and get fucked by these people, and it, it really blows. But like when you have to, when you're in a management position in a small business, a mom pop place like us, and they try and pull some shit like that, you can fucking puff your chest up and get ready to roll, man. Because like, if you're gonna try and fucking try and 
Oh man, so many people like rip our policies up and try and just do all the stuff they can to get their money back, and like they can bitch all they want, or especially with our payers. Like we fix their phone screens, the next day they bring it in, it's shattered as fuck because they got drunk on a fucking Saturday night out at the bar. They got pissed off at the boyfriend, threw their phone up against the fucking wall, and they bring it in Sunday morning, and they're like, eh, "Just stop working." Yep. <laughs> no, you smashed it against the wall. And they fucking, I've had people fucking storm out, stomp their feet, try and report us to the Better Business Bureau, like pull some crazy shit to the point where like, I thought they were going to drive their car into the front of our store. Just hold your fucking ground. Fuck them. Um, yeah, dude, I totally get it. I don't give a fuck, dude. Give us a bad review on Facebook. Yeah. Like, and I was thinking about it too. Like, you know, it's bad. You know what, you know, you know what comes with a bad review on Facebook? Like 500 good reviews. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, bitch, my fucking average is four and a half on Google. You really think your one star is going to affect me at all without that little, without no you comment that, whatsoever? You've seen the South Park Fuck episode? You. The Yelper special? No, but that sounds incredible. Yeah, they're just selling boogers and cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh. great. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's a store stories for the for the week. Matt doesn't vent too much, but yeah, it was a good. I mean, this time's a good vent time too. People so, are broke after Christmas. They're trying to slang, slang and bang, and we ain't putting up with that. That's how it so, goes. Let's get in. Uh, let's get into that fucking video game fucking gem, brother. Yeah, it's been a while since I dropped an arcade gem. And I'm oh, gonna drop shit. arcade gem. I'm gonna drop a good one for you guys too this week gonna be one of my favorites especially with one of the best soundtracks we're nice li- we're listening to it earlier it's gonna be spy hunter the arcade game nice i don't care how you play it whether it's nes n64 whatever the fuck you're playing it at on uh that game is incredible and apart from it being probably one of the best songs and like themes from a, an arcade game because it sticks in everybody's head that do 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 the best part about it is like so the whole thing with arcade games is you're trying to set a high score and the best part of spy hunter is yeah, you're trying to have us set a high score, but with that high score, you're getting to different tiers of the game. So there's different like different hazards and stuff like that that you get to, different weapons that you acquire. So when you really get into the game, there's like literally fucking hitmen cars that come after you or attack choppers that come after you. There's parts where you just cross these bridges that fucking like Boats are shooting at you and shit. So when you're really getting into this game and getting good at it, you really see the difference. Because, yeah, when you start out, there's uh, there's pedestrian cars on the speedway or on the highway, and you've got the the cop cars kind of trying to bump you off. Sometimes they have the, uh, the little spike trap tires that will oh, send yeah. you right off into the, the edge. But uh, right after that, it starts getting crazy, and the music starts picking up. The score starts picking up, and you just have all these different weapons at your disposal, like smoke screen, oil slick, fucking missiles, not to mention your machine guns that you always have. If uh, most, like a lot of people that have played this love this game, I'm not going to say it's uh, a deep gem, 
but if you haven't played it, you really need to go play it somehow. Whether it's so, you recommend the arcade? I love the arcade version. The arcade version is a stand-up arcade. They had a sit-down kind of like the uh, like the sinister, or like the the fucking like old racing games where you sit down in like a cockpit. But the the one most people see is just the stand-up like kind of pole position style. Uh-huh. You've got just a fucking steering wheel, a brake, and a fucking uh, gas pedal, and then you have your your gun on the side that changes. You've got four would four different weapons you can use. I think this would be so much better on the arcade. It it really than is. Any other thing like you have like you can just sit there and shoot guns and stuff. Too. Yeah, like the uh, the sixty four version I played on Midway Arcade Classics. Perfect, perfect port of it. Uh, if there's ever been a, a port of that game, it can't like for me it can't even match up to that because that's the first one I played. But the arcade version of it's such a fucking blast, and I've only got to try the sit down version once, and it was just fucking incredible, dude. It feels like you're fucking James Bond in like some high speed chase, right? Tearing it's, it up in some spy hunter action, dude. It's fucking sweet. Do you ever play the ones on PS2 and stuff with Dwayne the Walk, Dwayne the Walk, Dwayne Donathan, Dwayne the Walk, Donathan, Dwayne the Walk, Donathan on the cover? <laughs> no, I never have. Uh, I, no, I there was I one maybe on PS. Played I think it was on PS one too. Like I don't know. I, I maybe remember played them a little bit. I remember the they were just pushing it so hard when when Spy Hunter was coming out for the next gen or whatever. The the arcade Spy Hunter two the arcade game it was all right, but Spy Hunter it's almost like root beer tapper and shit like that and joust where it's a one and done kind of thing. Right, like you can't make it any better. You've made it perfect. Don't try to fucking add to it. It's a perfect game. Right. Uh that's You've done your job. That's exactly. That's Spy Hunter for me. I don't know why they I don't know why they did There's no need for a Galaxian. But didn't Galaxian come out first? Galaxian though? came out first. Ugh, never mind. There's no need for okay, a there Galaga. Was a, there's a need for Galaxian to become a Galaga, at least. There's yeah, like Galaga eighty eight and Galaga three. Not very good games. Uh but no, exactly. Like a lot of those arcade games just have no no rhyme or reason for why they exist. Just more than just to make money, pretty much. Right. But that is my arcade gem for the week. Dude, I like it. Yeah. I wanna actually I'm gonna tear it up. I'm gonna play some uh what about the NES version? NES version's actually not bad. Okay. I've got it uh on the shelf over there in fucking box because I like that game. Nice. And it's it still has some pretty cool I'll, I'm fucking gonna play jams. it. I'm gonna play it. Uh, now we have a topic from one of our listeners. It's a fucking great topic, to be honest, especially because we've been talking about it quite a bit lately, especially with uh, kind of the XFL going on, that sort of thing. So this topic is going to be our best and favorite non-traditional sports games. Uh, and I I mean, you guys have heard us talk about it for the past few weeks in a row. We, we won't even really touch on it too much. NFL Blitz, fucking top of the chain here. It doesn't even matter. We don't yep. we don't need to touch on this game anymore. Yes. If you haven't played it at this point, please spend the ten dollars it it is. Go buy this fucking game on any system and play it. Yeah, and I know there's a um a recent arcade that's opened up in town here, and I'm pretty sure they have NFL Blitz two thousand. Oh man, and that's we're gonna just sit there and play that all day. If we uh, do the arcade version of that game's 
pretty fucking sweet too. So, so. Yeah, we'll tell that. But yeah, NFL Blitz is obviously the best non-traditional sports game. But there's a lot more. And uh, so, so here's the thing: like you have a lot of people that hate sports. They hate sports games. Like a lot of nerds and all this stuff. Nerds, nerds. A lot of them. They, they're like, sports are dumb. Sports suck. But there's a lot of sports games that are super fun, badass, and weird as fuck yeah, that, that a lot of these sure. people can get into. Um, so there, there's a huge list. I mean, like, you're going to have your Mutant League football games, your Mutant League football, your Mutant League hockey, which I yeah. got one year for my birthday. Thanks, John. That thing is super rare. And I got Mutant League hockey, and I was pumped. I'm yeah. a, I'm going to drop a few here, more than I actually thought about. Um, so there's a, there's a ton of amazing, like, kind of arcade-esque, arcade, like, arcade-esque sports games that came out that are pretty much fun for anybody to play, even if they haven't played a sports game. I'm going to name three, like, Neo Geo-style ones right off the bat. Uh, league bowling is a fucking blast. It's the best bowling game. The only good bowling game that's really ever come out. That's a fucking jam. Uh, Neo Turf Masters. Wait, wait, wait. Better than Wii Bowling? No. I would say Wii Bowling. Wii Bowling is the best bowling game ever. It's not better than Wii Bowling. But if you're going for, like, a video game bowling game, uh, I'd say it's better. Like, the arcade style, it's better than that. So, Wii Bowling takes that. I'm not counting that, though. So, League Bowling on Neo Geo. uh, Neo Turf Masters on Neo Geo. Best golf game, hands down. Best golf game. Uh, I know that's not big for most people. Golf games kind of suck in general. What? For most people, golf games suck. I love them. Dude, golf games are hardcore. What are you talking about? I I literally sell systems because of golf games. I love Tiger Woods, like the Masters and shit like that. uh, Hot Shots. Hot Hot Shots. shots. I sell PS1s all the time because of Hot Shots. Uh, Even that Outlaw Golf game on Xbox I, I sell. One of my favorites is Mario Toadstool Tour, and we actually played that on Extra Life in 2019. Yeah, it was a fucking jam. First time I ever played it, and I actually and, had a blast. Yeah. yeah. And my last uh, Neo Geo sports game is... Such a Jason now with your Neo Geo shit. No, and, you know, it's part it's in due part to Jason because, uh, because of playing some of the games he has. And you might change your mind, especially. Uh, Dunk Dreams, which... NBA Jam was usually my my go-to. Oh, my God. Dunk Dreams is fire, dude. No. Dunk Dreams is more intense than NBA Jam. No way. For sure. Get out of here. It's a it's a shorter game, so it feels more like an arcade game. I'm not saying that's better. I'm saying it's a shorter game, so it's more intense. I get and it. You got a Neo Geo now. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> going off that. You, you the, can't. I don't know. The right. biggest... Here's, here's the reason. This is the only reason... My main reason that Dunk Dreams is better than NBA Jam. So in NBA Jam, when you get a streak going or momentum going, you get three baskets and you start going on fire. And you pretty much make any shot you want, which is pretty cool. It's not the easiest to do, but it's cool. In Dunk Dreams, both teams have a, uh, a bar on each side. It's like a super shot. And each shot you make fills that up. I think it's four shots fills it up. And at that point, you can 
make any three past half court or any two anywhere. So that makes it more intense because you don't have to build this momentum up to hit this. You don't have to hit three shot. in a row. You don't have to hit. No, you can hit four like simultaneous. Like what? you hit one, I hit one. It's no man. You got to get it. You're not on fire. Then the whole point of NBA jam is he's on fire, but it levels the playing field. No, so, fuck that dude. If you're on fire oh, in NBA jam, you're I'll, toast. You're toss the it. other person's toast. No, you step your defense up then. That's no. like means that means Fuck. they're on fire. I better step my defense up to stop these motherfuckers because they can score anywhere. Look, man, I love NBA Jam. And one thing it has on Dunk Dreams, you can put your initials in if you have tournament edition. Dude, that makes it a lot better. Dude, that's bullshit. Dunk Dreams is a better basketball game. No way. No way. You are such a Neo Geo fanboy nope, now. Because I played I yeah, played get super- it. Oh, don't I just even like everybody to know that that Matt just got a Neo Geo. He bought it off eBay like two weeks ago, and this is why he's saying this. Nope, I played Neo Geo grow or I played NBA Jam growing up in daycare with Colin, and I we played seasons and seasons of that game. Dunk Masters is or Dunk Dreams is a better game. I love NBA Jam. Dude doesn't even know the name of the game. Fuck you. It's because it's Japanese. It's because it's, you're just, you just, Jason got a has a G. Japanese copy. So it's like basketball game. That's what it says on the cover. What's your fucking, what's and, and by the way, NBA hang time is the fucking best basketball game. Is that your second? Uh, I'm saying no, I'm not. I like, I have a, I have a bunch on here, but well, don't it, drop your number one because I still have my number one. I'm just saying NBA hang time. Well, number one's NFL Blitz. Everyone knows that. But NBA hang time is fucking awesome. So fuck your dunk dreams and fuck NBA jam because NBA hang time is what I said. NBA hang time. What? Get your fucking thumbs down out of here. Not as good. Not as good. No way. Do wait. Hang time's good. Hang time was the 64 equivalent of NBA jam. 64 is where I played it mostly. Not and, as good like, as that. You can make some badass character customization. NBA Jam is better than that, though. NBA Jam TE is better than that. Would, NBA, you, what? would you say Would you say Hang Time is better than NBA Jam? Yeah. Really? I would, yeah. I would disagree with you there. I liked NBA Hang Time. I dis- it was I, NBA Jam on Nintendo 64. So fucking good. I think it looked... I, I think the art style they did for the Super Nintendo was just better. And I like the... I like the music for it. Dude, I love the music for it on Super Nintendo. Dude. No, NBA Jam gets it gets a lot of recognition because it was the pioneer. And it deserves it. Yeah, it was the pioneer of that like midway with basketball arcade. But NBA hang time is better. Now, I'm not saying like play, play it on the second Genesis or Super Nintendo because they do make copies of it for that. That's wrong. Play it on the 64. Hang time, I'll give you this. Courtside, courtside 2 is a close one. Hang oh. time is the best 64 basketball game. Courtside 2 is close for me, though. No way. I love playing seasons in courtside 2. Dude, you can make your own fucking player and shit, dude. You can make your own player in hang time. I don't fucking remember hang time. Yeah. Because it's so forgetful. You don't even know. You're because it's forgetful. The game. Because I could just play NBA Jam. No, you play and It's a time. better fucking game. Dude, fuck off. If I want to play an arcade game, I play NBA Jam. If I want to play a basketball play, if I play a basketball game, I'm going to play courtside. Hang time's just in the middle and I some like fucking. I get it. Kobe died courtside. Yeah. But dude, hang time. 
Kobe's might... in hang time too. Yeah, good. Fuck hang time. <laughs> Dude, hang time rocks. Dude, I can't tell you how many times we fucking rented that game and had fucking crazy ass overtime shit. Right. Scotty Pippen, fucking Dennis Rodman, all up in your face. Well, but yeah. Anyway, let's right. come to some ground, common grounds here. You have a Neo Geo. <laughs> it's not really common because that's all I've heard out of this. Part. No, my number one non-traditional, and it's it's a little different. It, my non-traditional sports game is on the NES, and it's ice hockey, which is I, I I'll argue it till the day I die, hands down better than Blades of Steel. Anybody that argues with me, let's go in the comments. Let's go in the let's go in the messages. Ice hockey, probably my favorite ice, my favorite hockey game ever made. If not one of Wrong. the best, if not one of the best arcade hockey games. Ever Wrong made. for me. Well, we'll get into that. But I mean, ice hockey's ice, ice hockey's hockey, cool. If you really get down to the nitty gritty, ice, ice hockey for NES. You saw ice it? hockey for NES. Perfect game. Man, I don't know. Love a lot of people like blades. Perfect. And here's why: a lot of people like blades. Ice hockey is a perfect game because you can customize your loadout exactly how you want it. You can have the four players exactly how you want them. Customize your loadout. What is this fucking Call of Duty Fuck hockey? Yeah, it is Call of Duty Ice Hockey Edition <laughs> NES. The most intense hockey game. You don't need to be good at hockey to play it. You don't need some stupid skill stick bullshit or deking or anything like that. It's just simple fucking skill. Hey, hey, hey. it's non-traditional hockey. Non traditional, I know, and it's perfect. Skill stick is traditional, fair enough. Non traditional, we're, we're talking about non traditional. It's like, fucking, don't you bring NHL games in because they're amazing. It's like fucking stick hockey in the arcade, it's still a fucking blast. That's what ice hockey is. I'll play, are, I'll dude, play. Are you talking about the arcades, dude? I love the, those. The, it was like uh, the flippers, yeah, with the uh, um, what's the what's the shitty soccer one, a uh, foosball, foosball, where it's like that, but so much better, yeah. Oh my god, they're Those so are amazing. They're so good. That's what ice hockey is. We just put a dartboard in your house. Can we put one of those in here? I wonder how much those are. Dude, I want one now. Well, why don't you buy one? I'll put it down here. <laughs> I Dude, bought those the dartboard. Those are the best. Those are the best. Yeah, that was like the pinnacle of the arcade right there. Oh my god. Team Can- it was always Team Canada versus Team USA, too. Nope. The only oh, teams that matter. Just flip that shit like crazy. Because no one's going to play as Russia or something. You know, like. Yeah, fuck that Soviet shit. Oh, shit. The Red Menace. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. You, oh, Chris, you think Road Rash should be in here? Road Rash? I don't know. Would you count Road Rash in this list? I, in non-traditional sports games? Yeah. No. No, I think that's more action That's, a, that's action game? racing. Yeah. We'll throw that in the list with rock and roll racing sometime. Sonic Spinball, no. That's just no. That's not a sports that, game. No. Come on, man. Non traditional sports games. Is that Chris again? Yeah, Chris is fucking crazy. Chris, are right you now. high right now? That's Chris not crazy Chris. Game. Crazy Chris. This is the topic you brought up and you then you bring up Sonic Spinball. Come on, man. Pinball is not a sport. I hate to say bowling is <laughs> very close said, to fuck. not being a sport. And then he said fuck the Russians. <laughs> fuck the Russians. <laughs> the red menace. What's your fucking number one game? What's your number one non-traditional sports game? Uh, NFL Blitz. I already told you that. Well, I mean, weeks ago, that but, doesn't, but bro, that doesn't you're, you're sitting over here talking about hockey. I'm talking sitting about over here hockey. talking about hockey games, but dude, I'm talking you, about ice hockey. You talk about ice hockey. Ice hockey sucks cock compared to Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey on the Nintendo 64. And prove me wrong, it's NFL Blitz on the fucking ice, bro. 
Midway presents Wayne look, Gretzky's 3D hockey. Look, man, I'm a 64 fan, dude. It is, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree that NES to 64 on sports level is better because NFL Blitz is so much better than Super Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey is probably better than ice hockey, but I think ice hockey bare bones is just the best fucking hockey game you could ever get. You don't need skill to play it. You I mean, just know where this is the the best hockey game or the best non-traditional hockey game. I think I think this, um, is, this is the best non-traditional sports. So game so here we go. Here, here's a here's a question for because you. NHL '96 and NHL '94 are fucking masterpieces on Sega Genesis. Well, I've got a question for you. What do you think is the more traditional hockey game, Wayne Gretzky or ice hockey? More traditional, more or traditional. more non-traditional, more traditional. Oh, ice hockey. Really? Yeah. You think Wayne Gretzky is more non-traditional? Yeah. I disagree. Ice I hockey, think, I, it's just because like, well, of the time frame. Let me define this. What do you think is easier for someone to pick up that's never watched ice, ho- never watched hockey in their life, and just wants to play a game? Um, ice hockey, bro. It's fucking ice hockey. Wait, because no, they would pick up Wayne Gretzky. How would they pick that shit up? There's so many fucking different buttons and different things you could do. No, ice be- hockey. There's two buttons. No. It's because the that perfect shit at the beginning where you got to pick up your all your manage your whole team and stuff. It's confusing. Bro, you just fucking hit the shit and you go with it. No. The fat guy's slow, the small guy's the way quick. You have to control your goalie when you come down, when you come down to the the end of the rink and you have to control the goalie with the up and down and bullshit. I yeah. keep You not figure that, good. that out. You figure that Maybe out. Maybe I'm a Blades fan, bro. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah? Anybody that says and that says Blades of Steel is better than ice hockey is just wrong. Well, there's a lot of people that think that. Yeah, and they think that because they like the fighting in Blades of Steel. And I'm not going to disagree with you. It's fun. It's not a better hockey game. It's not. It's just not. It's not like even. The way that, I don't like the way the goalie shit works in ice hockey. I think it works perfect. And I think if you're good, you can block every fucking goalie. Sh- you can block every shot on the goalie or the goal in the fucking whole entire game. Ice hockey is dope. I think it's perfect. Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey on oh. 64 murders ice hockey. Though. What do you guys fucking think? What is the fucking, what do the viewers think? What is better? Ice hockey on fucking NES or Wayne Gretzky on 64? That's what I really want to know. Yeah, but you'll never know because no, none of these fucking nerds play sports games. I mean, I mean. But yeah, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave that topic there and we'll, we'll end it with, uh, of course, a memory. We'll we'll do a quick one. Yeah, we'll end it on a. So we've been talking uh, about video game memory. We've been talking about a lot of arcade games, and you know we haven't done a lot of bad memories. There's some uh, video game arcade that just opened up. So. Yeah. Hashtag crazy quarters. We're uh we're gonna be. No, nah, don't even talk about them yet. We're gonna be hitting that. No, there's a. I said there is a arcade that started up. Their name is no not, name drop. Their name's not what I said. Not yet. Uh, they don't deserve that yet, but they might. After we talk with them. But anyway, Mark, what is your worst, worst arcade memory? Oh, shit. So that's crazy because we're going. We've we've talked about our favorite arcade game memories before, but our worst arcade memory. Your worst one. That's tough because I used to have like so many great 
video game arcade memories like all the time. Man, like I love talking about all the great moments in history with video games and growing up so and having arcades, but like having a having the worst one. Yeah, I mean what you really stick with when you get older is you stick with the good ones. You right. don't really think about the bad ones. Yeah, it's like instant the delete from the memory. But once you get um once you get a little older and I can't speak uh like fully on the subject, but I mean I grew up like playing arcade, I would go to arcades with my dad when I was like four, five, six years old. We would just tear it up. And arcades have changed drastically from when I was a kid. Yeah. The newer ones, not a huge fan of. So when you were a kid and you went to the arcade, like if you went to a a, a big arcade, not like yeah. these ones now that like one side of the walls some arcades and the other side of the wall is some arcade games well, or pinball games. Like what my uncle like would way too many pinball games out there. I'm not a pinball guy. I, I like pinball, but what we would do I is like one pinball machine for five minutes and I'm done. I played pinball with my dad, but what we would do is I had a lot of family down in Detroit when yeah. I was younger. Um, so what my cousin would do he was about my dad's age. He would give, my brother and I quarters, like just a roll of quarters. Were they crazy quarters? They were a roll of crazy quarters. And we would roll out to the arcade and just play whatever the fuck we wanted. We would cruise through House of the Dead. Our cousins would get together with us and play the Simpsons arcade machine. We would just play games. We weren't worried about tickets or winning prizes or shit like that. We would just enjoy spending time together that was this huge fucking arcade that took up just an enormous amount of space that had sections of classic arcade cabinets or sections of shooter games or in one end for the like kind of more modest people would have billiards tables and shit like that pin or uh right. pinball machines i think a lot of arcades these days would do so much better if you know, they, they line their walls with the arcades. If they just put fucking pool tables and darts and shit in the middle area there. Yeah, and like a fucking pool table, uh, the fucking, um, oh my God. What the fuck is that shit? Uh, the hockey. Ski ball? Or, no. Oh, uh, uh, air hockey. Air hockey, Jesus. Uh, air hockey's dope too, yeah. yeah. Air hockey, money right there. It's yeah. a great game. It's always... It's always seven to six on that, or eight to seven. But um, now that should that should should be at every arcade. No man. Uh, oh my god, I should have wrote this down because uh, I had it in my mind. I uh, think I know what is it. What uh, my worst memory was? What is your worst memory? Okay, so so yeah, we got uh, we we're just going off about our our all these arcades joining up and uh the worst one though my worst arcade memory dude it's it's recent actually uh about let me take you back about eight years ago no maybe maybe 10 years ago my buddy brian tate shout out to brian he was working at the great wolf lodge at the time and he worked in the arcade which was badass like I showed up and he's like, yo, what up, Mark? And I'm like, I, I told him I was coming in that day. Bag of fucking tokens. Just hands them to me. I brought my cousin into play. Just a fucking fun thing for us to do. Just gave us a huge bag full of tokens just because, you know, fuck it. We're bros. And we played 
tons of arcade games I had. We played Galaga forever. And I was like determined to get the high score. And I was just playing the shit out of Galaga, man. And like there was it was actually really cool. And I was like, man, this place is badass. I fucking this Great Wolf Lodge arcade is sweet. Like, wow, there's actually a cool ass arcade in Traverse City again. Bam. Flash forward to like two years ago. When I go to I, I go to Great Wolf Lodge. I take my kid there now. I got a kid. And I go there and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to have a blast. I love the fucking arcade at Great Wolf Lodge. And I go down there and I go and see and I walk into it and I'm like, where the fuck are the games? Where are the arcade sh- machines? Where Where's Galaga? Yep. Where's Pac-Man? Where's, where's fucking anything? And all it is now is like fucking you put your tokens in or your your card, your, you your slide card, the card. Yeah, you slide your card, and then there's like a claw machine that comes down and it picks up a ball, and if you win, you get the ball. Or there's like, oh, you do this. Oh, you hit the clown in the face five times with the with a ball, and you get three toke uh, tickets, yep. which are all saved on your digital card. Then you can trade all those in for like a fucking plastic army man. And yeah, like, even the tickets are not even as cool as they used to be, where you get like a thousand from a machine and you take them up to get some like yeah, it stupid was erasers way. or shit. It was that way for a while. It was cool because you'd still get the tickets and you, you collect feed them, them through the machine yeah, or them, some shit. Yeah, feed them through the machine and stuff, and then you put your card in and it adds it to your card. But now it doesn't even do that. It's just automatic. Yeah, you just have your card in there. Like you want five hundred tickets or something, and it's just on the card. Yeah, like man. it's so fucking lame. These Dude, aren't arcades. I had a. These I, are the, what these are. They're like they're like shitty casino juniors. Oh, for sure. There's yeah. a place in Mount Pleasant that's like a little place where you can drop your kids off when you play casino games. Yeah, and uh, that's ex- that's exactly what it is. Um, but no, I was thinking about it, and I actually forgot about it. Right when I got my license, I had like. My dad and I had a day off together, and I was like, man, there's this place I've been looking up. Like, I Googled this place, and I'm not going to name drop it because, you know, they've probably upgraded and shit since then. It's not my place. There's a place uh, a little south, uh, southeast of us, southwest of us, that is a huge arcade. Pinball machines and arcade cabinets galore. Um. And I drove my dad down there because he's a huge pinball fan. And he loves the old school arcade games like Donkey Kong, Galaga, Pac-Man, that kind of shit, Robotron. So we drove an hour and a half or like two hours away. And my dad's like, where the like, where the fuck are we going? Like, what's going on here? Because he has no idea. So we get there and it's just, it's like, you know, maybe midday on a Friday. So it's nothing like there's not a whole lot of crowd there or anything. We get there and there's nothing there, dude. Like it's, they advertise this huge arcade. There's like five machines. A couple of them are like the multi-cades, which look, I like multi-cades. I think it's a great idea for a home. If you're going to open up an arcade and you're going to charge people to play, don't fucking do a multi-cade. That's disgusting to me. Right. Like, have the original machine or build a machine and have that shit designated as one game. 
That's like putting an NES classic in a corner and like charging somebody five bucks an hour or something. Exactly. And they advertise this this place as like a huge pinball center. And I could I could see my dad I could give my dad five bucks and he'd play for two hours on pinball. And they had five pinball machines. So I drove two hours out of my way, gave my dad like I was ready to spend like a hundred dollars today on like or that day on like arcade shit, just giving my dad quarters to play just so he could enjoy himself like how he used to do for me. And it's just a fucking bummer, man. We spent you, like maybe 45 minutes you, there and we just left. You don't want to name drop. I don't want to name drop. I don't. Because it's a huge arcade in Michigan. And you, I was really bummed. Like, is it local? No. Uh, and they might have changed it up since then. Maybe I went on a bad day. It's fucking Pinball Pete's. Okay. The name pinball is in their name and the shit was just not even like they had five pinball games going. It was the one in Ann Arbor. And I was just so disappointed. We we went down there. I I've paid, heard of that one before. I was actually down in Ann Arbor and I thought about going to that. I was disappointed, man. Pinball Pete's let you down. And the reason I didn't go there for the arcade machines because that's what I like. I'm not good at pinball. I went there more for the pinball for my dad. Right. Because he's a whiz at pinball. He's insane at it. And I went there for that. And they had like upstairs, they had like five machines. And I was just like, wow. That's it, huh? That's what I like that. That's what I drove for two hours, huh? The new arcade that's starting up that's remaining unnamed. Yeah. Even though we've dropped the name a little (laughs) bit. But yeah, I've heard they they have a few pinball machines. It's, it's a turnoff for me, but I don't know, man. I love pinball. I'm not good at it. How do you feel about this? So, coin slot in Traverse City. You've been there. Oh, yeah. You love it. Plenty of times. Great time. They pay by the hour, and you get a little pass or whatever, or you can do an all-day pass yeah. or a little bit more. Uh, This new place starting up is coin only. I don't care how they run it. I like... Here's how I feel. If you're a smaller business with maybe 30 machines or so, I don't see the point in running a uh, an hourly rate because more than likely you're not going to have mu- enough machines to keep people interested. Uh, with places like CoinOp or CoinSlot or Galloping Ghosts, place like that, I don't see the point in running CoinOp. Because you have so many people coming in there and so many different games that it would make you more money and people would have more of a t- more of a better time if they spent the amount of time in there. So like CoinSlot, they have uh, they have like the consoles set against the wall. So if you want to kill a few minutes playing those, they've got a couple pinball machines and then they have a shit ton of cabinets and like cocktail machines. Works out really well if you want to bust an hour there. That's Last time I was up north, I took my dad there, and we killed an hour there real quick. Right. Uh, that's a great idea. For places like the new place that may have opened up in Bay City that I haven't gone to, if you're small and you don't have as many arcade machines as most big-name arcades do, I don't mind the idea of coin-op. I, if people complain about the cash thing, I'm I'm really biased on that. I think... You can go out of your way to grab a 20 from an ATM and take it to a, an arcade. 
And if you're if you're the person that's like, I'm not gonna go to an arcade because I don't do cash, then go fuck yourself. You're the worst kind of person. <laughs> Sorry, I'm biased here, but but no, I, I like I, the I, idea of a coin op arcade. I think it's a nice blast of the past. So it is a blast of the past, but I don't know, man. I just feel like. Do you feel like you would get your money's worth for paying for an hour at a place where you don't you look, think you would well, spend that much time? You look at the beat em ups. Like the beat em ups, like the Simpsons game. You're going to flow through so many quarters. Or if you're good at them, I'm not saying, I'm not good at beat em ups, but some people can cruise through those games on a quarter or two. So you pay 50 cents or a dollar to play that game for 30 minutes. And you've killed your $10 on that. You played for a half hour and you killed your $10 on that. So it really, it's just kind of how you're between like us going. And I don't know. It's how your style taking is. Your kid to like, I don't know. Let's go there. Let's go there and then we'll give our full review. Yeah. And so. I don't think they're a barcade, which I think. Coin slot is. Coin slot. Coin slot. No. A great barcade. Yeah. They've done a really good job with that. And yeah. No, I want to, I want to check that place out and I want to give my full review. We'll probably do that next week. And I want to do whether we get a little shout out from them or whatever, I'm going to do an unbiased review on them because I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, pretty to the T on arcades because I love them. Yeah, man. So, so. But I think we're done here. Well, yeah. It was a fun podcast talking about some arcades and board games and shit like that. So we yeah. will, uh, other than that, we'll probably check out that crazy quarters place. Yeah. Shit. Name drop. Whatever. Fuck I mean, it. I already know. I don't care. Yeah, we name drop twice so. or three times. So we'll check yeah. them out and we'll let you guys know. And we'll uh, maybe we'll get a little info or some sponsorship from yeah. them. We'll They've see. been doing really good, I guess. So. Which is cool for the city, but uh, shout out to them for opening our an arcade, something I've always wanted to do in Bay City, and I'm really impressed that they were able to do it. So I hope it goes well for them. Yeah, nothing but the best. So, yeah. but yeah, we will. Uh, that that's pretty much it for the show. So well, I appreciate everyone listening and everything. If you guys want to buy any sort of merch, any uh, t-shirts or anything like that, just go to trippytees.com. And check it out. You can get the t-shirts there, hoodies, everything you need to go. So other than that, definitely appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Other than that, we will see you guys in a week on the Matty Ice and the Marky Mark podcast. Peace. It was, without a doubt, the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. Fuck this shit. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs>